right, Questers, welcome back to another episode with Success Quest. I am your host, Caleb Valle, today, and I am so excited to introduce to you our special guest speaker for today. Um, he's a consultant, he's a mentor, and an advisor, and founder of SBSL. Um, I introduce to you guys, SJ Barraconi. Thank you so much, um, Caleb, for the uh, introduction. I really, really appreciate that. No, that's good. Man. It's all good, man. I thought that we're so honored to have you here. Um, we're excited, um, especially for our topic today. Questers, SJ has been doing things like this for a long time. He had his first podcast interview. What did you say, like two years ago? Is that what you said to me? Uh, yes, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. And so he's been doing interviews like this all the time. And he's talked about the specific topic quite a few times, uh, as well as written about it in blogs. And today, what we want to focus on is continuing our lifelong learning, uh, which I, I feel like is, is so valuable and so important. We haven't touched enough on it in our podcast. But before we dive straight into the topic, I would love to give SJ some time to introduce himself and talk about who he is and a little bit about why he is and how he came to be. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I personally believe, um, Questers, that the who and the why directly lead to the how and the what. So that's what I'm going to focus on here. And I really appreciate um, you investing some of your time to listen. And I truly hope that I can pour lots of value into you over this, um, over this appearance. Um, so who am I? I believe there's a lot of different words I can use. So I'm going to focus on some of them and then I will briefly unpack a few of them. So first of all, I am a servant leader. I believe that leadership is influence. Leadership is casting a vision. Leadership is serving others before yourself. Um, and I believe that leadership is constantly evolving and constantly morphing and developing. It is not attached to your credentials. It's not attached to your um, position, some sort of um, title. It is much more than that. So I'm a servant leader. On that same theme of leadership, I am a thought leader. I believe leading with one's thoughts is a very valuable thing in the modern economy because the days of where information was coming from more limited um, channels, limited directions is long since over. I believe that the conventional information age actually has already come and passed and I believe we're now in a new age. So with that said, when we went through this information age, we completely blew up how much information is out there in a metaphorical sense. And now thought leaders can help us to gather the thoughts that we need in order to better grasp where we are as a nation, where we are as a, as um, a country, where we are as a community, as a state or province, locality, etc. So I'm a thought leader. Dang. That's a good way to introduce yourself. I love that. Sorry, continue. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. No, please jump in anytime. Um, I also believe that there's a vast importance put on being a conscious leader, someone who actually has a heart, has a soul and a spirit for leading. 
Okay, and this is espoused in different parts of our society. You, you folks in the community may have heard of uh, conscious capitalism. You may have heard of conscious leadership, um, etc. So I believe that I'm a conscious leader as well. And then lastly, on the topic of leadership, and then I'll move on to a few other words to describe who I am, is I also believe that I am a replicative or replacement-driven leader. So in other words, I want to take the gifts, the skills, the life experiences that I have and will continue to have, and I want to pay them forward to others. And I want to replicate my leadership in others because the day, Caleb, that I am the smartest person in the room (laughs) is the day that I need to find a new room. Yeah. <laughs> I would have I would have said like if I'm the smartest person in the room that it's the end of the world, you know? <laughs> right. Because here's the thing. There's too much knowledge in the world. I mean the person and again, what all what all due respect to those who may come on a different angle to this, I don't believe there's really a whole lot of space for experts because there's too much information. Okay? Even if you now, again, it depends how you define that word. Now, if you define the word expert as having exactly. just 10, 20% more knowledge in a space than someone else, then sure, I'll buy that. Okay, then you're an expert. But if you're defining an expert as being like this all-knowing oracle, <laughs> I really don't think it exists in the modern world anymore. Okay, yeah, by that definition, totally agree. Totally agree. <laughs> you know, so those are some leadership theme words that that's who I am. I also um, am a prolific connector of people. I have been very blessed, Caleb, by people saying that I am a super connector, um, the king of connections. I I get a lot of compliments on that. And I've actually, and this is really hard for me to say because it's my personality type and my experiences lend me to be and I truly want to be very humble, not forced humbleness, but truly. Yeah, and, but, more, man. Heck yeah. You know, but um, here's an example. A um, couple years ago, I introduced three guys. One was named Ken, another Jason, and then a third was named Tom. And within a period of time, I think it was about six months roughly, um, they had formed between them two or was it three separate businesses? Wow. Okay. And then more recently, I introduced two ladies. Um, and these two ladies um, ended up forming a super business together. They already had separate businesses, but they put their forces together. And one of the ladies named Terry came up to me at an event, Caleb, and she gave me this big hug. And she wow. said, you introduced me to the other lady and that lady was the lady I've been wanting to meet for the last eight years. Wow. Imagine that. That's amazing. So it just really, that's the, that's why I describe myself when I'm focusing on that why question as a prolific connector, as a super connector of people. Wow. A couple examples. I also believe that I am, um, I I self-describe myself as a futurist. I believe that as a thought leader, futurism and a thought leader line up very well. And I track 
the best of my ability with a couple different businesses. I track about a dozen trends that I personally have bought into that I think are very, very important to at least have a high level understanding of. You certainly don't have to be a specialist or a guru or anything like that, but you should at least be aware of them because every single one of them is already in progress. And if you are living in that fenced in area around your potential and energy known as a comfort familiar zone, you're going to have a real hard time dealing with these things and they could run oh, yeah. over. Oh yeah. Right. So I am a futurist. I also, um, do speaking engagements and you referenced that a little bit in the introduction. I really appreciate that. Um, my speaking engagements are not meant to put money in my pocket, but they're meant to get the word out. They're meant to help build the brand. They're meant to give back. They're meant to um, help be a positive force in this world. And so that's another way I describe myself is as a speaker. Wow. And then you also referenced that I've done blogging. Um, off the top of my head, over the last four and a half years, I have penned about 25 to 30 guest blogs. Wow. And, and they're meant to focus on some key topics. If you had to sum it up, and there's certainly a few that sort of are around this, you know, dance around this um, main core, but if you could close your eyes and picture a Venn diagram, the Venn diagram would have four ovals or circles. One of them would be economics. Another would be free enterprise. A third would be entrepreneurship. And then the last would be education. Wow. In the center of this Venn diagram, the little oval, the little sliver, the almond, if you will, that's me. So that's who I am as I focus and I live in the center of those four. And I truly believe that they're all intertwined, interconnected, and they all play off each other. So that's who I am. Now, briefly, I'll get into why I'm in business and why I'm doing these things. I believe that there are three types of people in the world, if you sum it up at a very high level. Number one is you have problem identifiers. We all know who these people are, Questers. They're the people that you talk to, you see them in social media, you get texts from them, etc. And they're the ones that are pointing out the problems we have in our world, in our society, in our neighborhood, in our business, etc. Then you have, regrettably, a problem amplifier. Mm -hmm. That's the person that takes the problem that's been identified and doesn't solve it whatsoever or attempt to be part of a solution. They just put a big megaphone up against it and make it in some ways, and I would say a lot of times worse. Then lastly, why, and this leads to the third category, and that's who I am, is I am a solutions provider. Solutions come in different ways. They can be art. They can be science, they can be metaphysical, they can be all different kinds of definitions, but it's being a solutions provider that I believe I was called into business. And I don't have all the answers. I still have plenty of room for growth in business. <laughs> so do we all. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's a never ending thing. And yes. so bottom line is, is, um, I believe that I was called to be a solution provider. And then on that topic, why am I, I'm in business is I believe that you have vocations and you have occupations. Vocations, by the root definition of vocar, means to be called. Okay, I believe I've been called into sitting in that oval, that almond, that little sliver in between those four. Okay, then you also have occupations and the root definition. And if someone in the questers community is more of a guru in Latin, they may correct me on this, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> with a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, is yep. um, okupar. Okupar is the root, and that means to take up space and time. That's an occupation. I did that for a good chunk of my life, yeah. and the fulfillment, the joy, the happiness was literally almost completely absent. It was the equivalent of a, of a vacuum of a black hole. Wow. So I moved on from that over a period of time. So with that said, that's why I'm in business is to be a solutions provider since I was called yeah. as a patient. Okay. Wow. And then I also believe that it's important to offer yourself into the marketplace, whether you have a service, whether you have a product, or as Napoleon Hill taught us in Think and Grow Rich, specialized knowledge. You can absolutely monetize specialized knowledge, and I've done that. Okay? So those are the three main things. And of course, there's some overlap there that you can offer in the marketplace. That's why I'm in business. Wow. So the who and the why, again, brings the what and the how along with it. It's sort of like the equivalent of a, of a, of a locomotive engine and the caboose at the very end. And that's why I, I decided when you offered me this opportunity to focus, yeah. give you a little bit of higher level, I suppose, backstory. I wanted to focus on those two W questions in that particular um, sequence. I, I so thank love you. that. Yo, this is fantastic. And seriously, like I love, you said so many things that are very intriguing to me. So, so many, I, I would say golden nuggets, you know, that I hope people were kind of paying attention to. Um, one of the things that most intrigued me was when you talked about, you, you know, you were talking about the different types of leaders that you believe you are. And, and you talked about the need for constant adaptation or constant evolving is the actual word that you said, the constantly evolving. And I love that because that kind of brings back into full circle the whole reason why why maybe continuous learning is important. It's, does it not? It's, it's, I love this topic, right? And I want to dive into it deeper now with you. Um, but the idea of constantly and continuously learning throughout your entire life, is it a necessity? Do, should it be a necessity? Can you talk about that for me? Yes, it should. Um, I believe that where we are as an economy is we are at now in a place where the, the futurist um, uh, Salente said that education is moving into bite-sized chunks as opposed to this big 
credentialized um, whole. So as we move into bite-sized chunks of learning, and it's already happening, that's one of oh, the yeah. futurist trends that I'm tracking, okay? It's absolutely a necessity, and it's absolutely valuable, because I also like to say that you can divide your time up into three buckets as well, three different slices, however you want to <laughs> visualize it. So the first one is you have time wasters. You then have time expenditures. And then lastly, and this is where I believe this falls, this lifelong, continuous lifelong learning and education is its time investments. So you are investing time into yourself, the six inches between your ears, which you could say is a trillion dollar piece of real estate. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Okay. And then you also, by becoming more educated through this continuous lifelong learning, you're also able to be a better solutions provider. You're able to be a better leader through all four of those um, types that I shared. And then you're also better able to um, be economically viable, going back to those four that I mentioned earlier. Right. You're able to be um, a better entrepreneur. You're able to be part of the free enterprise system because the free enterprise system is really not a complicated thing when you think about it. It's offering something of value to someone who wants to purchase and buy or invest in it. Mm -hmm. And that's really all it is. A lot of times we sometimes overcomplicate things. And we end up with a situation where people think that they have to have all these credentials to understand it. You really don't. Yeah. Free enterprise is the exchange of something that someone wants and someone else has it. And then you bring it together. Okay. There is a concept that I'm a big fan of called multi-sided platforms and matchmaker economics, but, and that's where you put a third party in there and it, it brings more effectiveness to the transaction. But outside of that, which is also really not all that complicated either when you think about it, um, outside of that, that is the value of this continuous lifelong learning because it touches those other, those other circles and ovals that I shared earlier. And again, it aligns very well with the general economy when you think about it. I, I love that. I, I love the continuous word, use of the word valuable the value behind lifelong learning. Because if you think about it, everything you just brought up are things that are constantly, constantly changing, right? If you look at the economy, if you look at your life, if you look at the things around you, inevitably life is changing. Everything, the technology improves, the, uh, the economy fluctuates. You know, if you're, fo if you're following that, um, you realize that, wow, change isn't something I can choose. It's not optional. It is inevitable. And with change, the only way to confront true change, right, is, is through continuous learning. And so it's only, they go hand in hand. And I love that you're bringing that, the, the two, everything full circle, because I, I feel like people decide, that, oh, because sometimes change can be overwhelming, right? We, I see this a lot in people. People look at the, the outside world and they're like, well, you know what? Um, they just came out with like these new softwares and these new computers and it's just too much for me to handle, you know, <laughs> and they, they, they get overwhelmed and so they, they stop learning. But what happens 
when someone stops their continuous learning? What are some of the dangers of that? Well, that's a great question. Um, I would say one danger is you, you end up not being able to be as much of a value creator because when you're a creator and a builder, you, you tend to be more attached to your vision rather than your reality. So you're creating and you're building something that is meant to be much bigger than yourself. Wow. I like that. Okay. I'm going to attempt to see here, and I should be able to pull this out here. Um, I, I heard um, it was recorded. It was a webinar by a gentleman, Caleb, you probably have heard of, as well as other questers in your community, uh, John C. Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. And he's actually, I'm recording this from the uh, Buckeye State of Ohio in, in North America, here in America. And um, he's actually also a resident originally of Ohio. Wow. And, um, and he said something along these lines, and I'm going to do my best to honor his, honor what he said. So if he somehow gets word of this, um, and I don't have a, he was just honor. paraphrasing guys. <laughs> exactly. So it's more, it, it, it might be a mild paraphrase, but he basically right. said that when you are bigger than your purpose, you have yourself a career. But when your purpose is bigger than you, you have a calling. Ooh, so, I love that. I love that. So with that said, one of the dangers of stopping, halting, slowing down, continuous lifelong learning is you might slip on the continuum back into a career. And a career, like I was commenting on earlier, tends to be, not exclusively, an occupation, okupar. However, yeah. let's slide you the other way. If you resume and or dive in, chances are you're going to live on the other side of the continuum and you're going to be in your calling. Um, or as um, Dr. Tishi um, taught me a number of years ago, you have, and ideally you should spend as much of your time day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year in your learning zone. Yes. Okay. Because the learning zone is outside of that fenced-in area known as your familiar comfort zone where no grass is growing as well <laughs> because you have stopped continuous lifelong learning. So the danger is, is you have built that fence. Yep. So in other words, it's sort of like our conventional, what most people call, and it's not because they're bad people. It's just because they're inside the fishbowl. They call it an education system, Caleb, but it really isn't. I contend to you that it's a schooling system. And a schooling system gets things in almost complete opposite order. So let me explain. This is going to continue to answer that question. Is It's a big danger. Is You have a situation where instead of defining your life first, learning how to achieve and how to quantify and clarify that definition through the learning stage and then taking action and going off and doing it, you get it all in reverse when you 
have this danger of stopping and or not starting period. And you end up doing something first. So you take the action first, then you learn. And then lastly, that defines your life. So you see the point here is you've gone in complete reverse order and chances are you have built either another second fence around your potential and your energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Or if not a second fence, you've at least built that first fence. And oh. frankly, whether you believe in free range eating or not, <laughs> I, think the, I think the animals need to be able to be free and you need to be free. And there's yes. so many different definitions of freedom. So actually, I'll leave that with one last thought on this question is your ability to be free, okay, through different prisms, different lenses. So economic freedom, being able to make choices that are related to your time and the money exchange, social freedom, cultural freedom. Um, some may even want to get into the civic freedom which I believe is very, very different from political civics. And then lastly, there may even be more of an emotional freedom or a release. It's a little hard when you've built a fence or two around your potential and you haven't watered the grass because it's not going to grow. Yeah. So there's, so that's my take on your That's question. a great, that's a great, I, okay. So first of all, the one thing that really stuck out to me at the beginning was your correlation. Um, and I want to make sure I have this correct. I was just thinking about it. The correlation you made at the beginning when you were talking, when you made the quote, right, by Maxwell, I, I'm pretty yes. sure that quote, you, you correlate directly purpose with lifelong learning. And I love that because that, and then you, you turn it back to the schooling system and how people are coming. Maybe it's an information center. It's not a, a purpose-driven center where people learn how to find their dreams and their aspirations and accomplish them. Instead, it's become a place for, I guess, robots, right? Like we're focused on kind of a different type of education. And I, I totally agree. I feel like purpose, one's purpose from within comes from the, the, the ability to continue, to, well, I guess the desire to continue to learn. And I actually, I believe that lifelong learning is a skill that you develop over time um, and, and reading books, reading wholesome books and, and look at, or uh, even social media can be a place where you can continue to learn where you follow people that you admire like Maxwell, or um, I, I love so many people and I follow them all the time, but they inspire you. They motivate you. And through learning through them gives you more purpose. You find more purpose. You find things that really, truly you're like, man, this guy, he just went to Africa and he just helped, you know, how many people he built a school. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I want that, you know, and then boom, you have more purpose. You're more driven and you accomplish more things. I love this. I love this topic. Absolutely. Um, I believe you can put purpose, mission, um, passion, controlled ambition where it's not like flying off the hinges and perhaps even maybe some type of dream desire versus just a fantasy. I believe you could put all those into um, a nice um, educational stew yes. and come out with a real nice um, edible meal. Yes. And that's where I chose going back to that who and why thing briefly. That's what I chose to do. 
And it's been, as of this spring, Caleb, it'll be a decade, 10 years flat since I made that choice. Wow. Good for you, man. That's, that's awesome, dude. That, that's fantastic. And this, uh, this, this topic is so important. I, I hope questers that you guys at home are realizing just how valuable gr- uh, learning should be because it, it determines whether or not you're adapting to the real world real time. You know, and it de- determines, as we've been talking about, uh, the majority of your purpose and how your drive for your purpose, um, which is also something we talk about a lot here on Success Quest. Um, SJ, how has lifelong learning affected you and your purpose specifically? That is a fantastic question. Um, it has given me a renewed hope for first, for starters, without getting into the weeds on detail because we're not recording my uh, memoirs here. Um, (laughs) Not the biography of SJ. Dang it. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. Maybe another couple of years. Um, Yeah, that'd be fantastic. But it gave me a renewed sense of hope because I'm going to briefly go back in time here without getting, again, same concept, without getting too lost in in, um, (laughs) details. But my father, um, as I've grown now into my early 40s, um, I respect him more than I did when I was in my 20s, no doubt about it. Um, And for almost 20 years, he ran his own business. Wow. And that overlapped my birth and went up until I was in um, a conventional high school classroom. And in that time, he, um, I enjoyed my life to the extent that I could. Now, I wasn't anywhere close to perfect. I went into a conventional school system. There was bullying. There was things like that. But generally speaking, compared to the average seven-year-old, average 10-year-old, et cetera, I would have to say I had it pretty well. That's okay? awesome. And then, though, as I moved into high school, it, it was still pretty solid. In fact, it actually improved in a lot of ways. And then I went wow. off into, I went off and got a liberal arts education. And for those in the Quester community, a liberal arts education, not to be confused with that political term, Okay. <laughs> Okay. Good distinction. Um, I like that. Exactly. Because here's the thing. Again, (laughs) this actually gives me a chance to share another little, perhaps a nugget if you feel like it qualifies, is you do not want to live life by reacting or being reflexive. You want to live ideally by being reflective. And when I reflect back on those years, as well as my years in a liberal arts setting, I had what I would consider Caleb to be a lot of hope and I enjoyed my life for the most part. But then I lost it. I lost the proverbial North Star because I went off into something that was not my calling and I ended up being what some of your community might recognize either presently or in their own past as what I'll call in summary, a corporate cubicle dweller and a corporate cubicle dweller, frankly, (laughs) for me in the beginning seemed like it was okay. 
but then it sort of wore on me over time. So that's the first thing that lifelong learning did in summary is give me a renewed sense of hope. Wow. That, that's fantastic. Continue, please. Certainly. Um, second, it makes me more humble because if, when I look at the amount of information, and I'm not here at my home or I would attempt to show you a picture of this, but if you would like, Caleb, I can send you a picture and you can put please. it Please, yes. If I, could show you, I could show you a picture of my bookshelf, okay? My bookshelf makes me humble because there's so much in it I haven't even digested yet. So up here, I have a lot <laughs> after almost 10 years. Oh, yeah. But imagine where I'll be in another five to 10 years. So it makes me humble because... Being humble is not weakness. There are parts of our society that would say that if you're, not, if you're humble, then you are weak or you are taking a back seat. And I couldn't come off on the other side of that more. Okay. Another thing that lifelong learning has brought is it also teaches me to be more honable or more teachable. So bottom line goes back to that comment earlier, right? Yeah. What room do you want to be in? I want to be in the room where I am around people that are willing to pay it forward, willing to share that um, replicative or replacement-driven leadership that I spoke of earlier. I want to be in that room or rooms, plural. And honable, honability, teachability (laughs) – is something that a mentee or a coaching client or a 2T or a tutor, you know, um, someone working with a tutor, that's what you should aspire to. And if you have that lifelong learning focus, that continuous ability to know that your edge is based upon how consistently you are feeding your mind, I think that makes a huge difference at any point, whether it's the modern economy or the economy coming in five or 10 years. Okay. Wow. So that honeability. And then I'd say another example that comes to mind about its impact on me is it has completely allowed me to reassess my life and it has given me the ability to live more authentically to live more for something bigger than consuming bigger than just being there or also another example is to be a taker or i can't i or i sometimes use this term a meanator yeah okay it's all about you <laughs> right so i have grown out of that and You know, you hear about the um, metaphor of someone who is a caterpillar going into a cocoon, coming out a butterfly. The way I'll sum up and finish off answering this question is I became a butterfly. That's awesome. How could you? That's that's the best right there. Mic drop. (laughs) That's exactly. I I love that. I I can't even tell you. I can't even begin to express how, how much. I, I truly believe what you just said and everything you've been saying about how learning can make you humble, more teachable. It can bring you hope. It can motivate you. It can inspire you. 
and it puts you on that path to where you can assume you can soon truly say what you've said you know you've become that butterfly you've you've cracked you've opened you're ready you're soaring into your adventure you know in life and i love that um unfortunately we're running out of time but i, I really i wanted to close quickly because i i truly have i love our time together sj this has been fantastic questions i hope you've been enjoying this just as much as i have been um i wanted to end on uh, the question that i always end up asking people because i i truly love hearing people's perspectives on this but uh, if you had the opportunity one minute to talk to everyone in the world what piece of advice would you share with them i would share with them the vast importance of bringing people together being able to bridge the differences geographically or business to business or any other type of a and b bringing people together um, being a relationship builder being a bridge yeah. helping to form communities helping to form tribes the second thing is i would say please make sure you embrace and understand that education doesn't end until you do constantly be learning constantly be feeding yourself because the, 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 the food that you put in your brain is a lot more impactful than the food you put in your stomach. That's awesome. SJ, thank you so much for being here on the show with us, taking the time to uh, share a lot of your knowledge, valuable knowledge and information with us. Um, I hope we can uh, later re-listen to this and kind of digest a little bit more of what we were discussing. I found that there were a lot of golden nuggets. I was taking notes here too. Um, and Questers, again, if you guys enjoyed these episodes, make sure to subscribe, rate us, and, and let us know. We, we love hearing your, your feedback, negative or positive, uh, because it just makes us better. And I want to quickly um, give a little tidbit for SJ. If you guys want to learn more from SJ to become more a part of his groups, his, his day, have him be a part of your day-to-day um, go follow him. He, he's on social medias. He has blogs. He has a website. Um, SJ, can you go ahead and share with us really quickly um, some of those websites where we can visit you? Um, don't worry, guys. I'll put these in the show notes. I would just love for him to, to share those real quick. Uh, certainly. Um, first of all, um, two websites, um, servicebeforeselfleadership.com, all together, one word. Uh, second, um, H7, the letter H, the number seven network. Dot com. You'll find my bio out there and some information on that business. I also am on social media. Um, my handles are pretty close to the same. They are usually SBSL something. And there's a link on my website that has them all summed up. Um, I'm most active on LinkedIn. Feel free to send me a connection request. Love it. I, I love to do that. I love Twitter. I was an early adopter on Twitter. Those are probably my two favorites. Also on Facebook, Instagram. Um, my blogs are all out there. I sent a couple links for the show notes and yep. I'm glad to have feedback on those. So that's, that's awesome. Well, so well, good. Everyone go check them out. Go support them if you can. And, uh, it's good. Like we were talking about surround yourself with people who inspire you and motivate you. If he was someone who has inspired you and motivated you, you better not hesitate better not hesitate to put him a part of your Facebook, Instagram, read his blogs, whatever it may be. And, um, don't forget that we come up with episodes every Thursday. Um, I'm excited for our, all of our episodes because you guys are going to hear people ju just like SJ who have pains, who have trials, who have 
experience in, in, in different realms of success. And if you want to become more wholly successful, this is how you do it. This is the place to be. So thank you for listening and tuning in and we will see you next time. Have a successful day. Thank you.